This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's uh, talk with our guy, Chase Kitty, Lion's Edge Podcast. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, and it is Chase Kitty. Chase, how are things, my friend? Uh, they're good. It feels like the first half of this week has flown by. Some weeks go slow. Some weeks it's Tuesday night, and I feel like I just started handicapping an hour ago. I want to be a good host and a good friend to you, Chase, so I'm going to let you pick your poison like in those video games, you know, or like the Matrix, the green pill, the orange pill, whatever the hell it is. Do you want to start with college or pro? What, what do you feel better about this week? I don't feel good about either one, to be honest with you. There's some weird stuff going on in college, so let's start there. So you I want? To, oh, I thought you were going to maybe want to go to the NHL, where uh, the Rangers are in action right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, let's go with college, man. Uh, I have a lot of money invested in Utah, and last week they really let me down. Kind of really, really was nervous with that defense going against DTR. Struggling right now with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, but this week they're actually favored, three-and-a-half-point favorites against USC. Obviously that game's at Utah one of the toughest places to play in the country. What are you doing in that game, if anything, or how do you see it playing out? Yeah, so Utah is part of one, like one of these series this week of really weird games that I think people should be really careful with. I'm calling it the sexy underdog slate that lots of people like. Like USC's catch at three and a half. Everybody loves USC. 70% of the tickets are on USC. 63% of the people love Penn State catching the seven in Ann Arbor. 90% of people are on Tennessee plus the points playing against Alabama. 90% of people love Kansas plus the eight and a half down Nine and in a half Norman. Now. Nine and a half now. So it's, it's just like people love this, all of these underdogs. I think they're all really dangerous this week. The one that I feel the strongest about is the Utah-USC game. The rest of them I'm going to lay out. This is the one I feel confident enough on a side that I'm coming in on Utah. Let's go. And it's, it's it's really simple. Like, I know we, there was so much USC slander between you and I in the offseason. And, I mean, some of that, I think, has fallen flat, but they really haven't gotten to the hard part of their schedule yet. I just feel like the book – I mean, yes, there's reverse line movement. It's 70% of the tickets are on USC, and yet the line goes from three to three and a half to Utah. But the bigger picture, I think, for me is the way the public loves USC – and has murdered USC every time the, the Trojans take the field every Saturday this season. There's no way the book sets USC plus three unless they're super confident in Utah. You're just not giving a public team points like that unless you already feel confident. And the book is kind of taking a side here tacitly because of it. Well said. I'm going to be on the Utes as well, Chase. You know, a game you didn't mention, which I think is a funky fishy spread is Clemson, Florida State. Florida State's the underdog, obviously, so they're not a a favorite that people are probably going to stay away from. But we've seen some reverse line movement opened at six. Now it's down to three and a half. Florida State was in that game with NC State last week. Obviously, Devin Leary got hurt, though. It's glad to see this game as a close spread again back. You know, it really hasn't been close since the Jimbo and Jameis days. But what do you make of this game? Do you think Florida State's a live dog on Saturday against Clemson? 
I do. I think this is the last best chance for somebody to beat Clemson really before we get to the playoff, probably. I think Florida State's live in the game. The, the problem is, if you outlined this, PJ, the problem is if you're coming in on Florida State, you've already missed the best of the number. I yeah. would much rather have six to three and a half. That's a massive difference. So I think Florida State has a better chance to compete with Clemson athletically when you look at like who the recruits are and, and the last couple of games Clemson has played against. Boston College, NC State, like you're just you're not going to have athletes like Florida State has, so I think that's an advantage for them. I think the number sort of suggests that Florida State is the right side, but this is such a line difference that I, I'm kind of anxious to get involved when I know I'm not getting a good number relative to where it opened. Chase, curious about your thoughts on Mississippi State, Kentucky. It looked like Will Levis would not play. Uh, he just said earlier this evening that he's going to. Uh, Kentucky at home, seven-point dogs, total 47. If Levis was not going to play, it looked like Kentucky, even with uh, Rodriguez being back, looked like they were having a real hard time moving the ball. Uh, now I'm a little bit skeptical in terms of what I want to do. Would you do anything here? I don't think it's going to be a play for me, but I would lean Kentucky plus the points. I would need to have more firm information about what Levis's health is and that he's definitely going to play or just need to know more information about what that offense is going to look like. But it's more, I think, about selling my Mississippi State stock. I've been really high on them the last couple of weeks. I gave out Mississippi State on the show last week. I was on them against Texas A&M two weeks ago because of the whole unranked uh, unranked favorite versus ranked dog situation. So like I've, I've really been reaping rewards with Mississippi state, but like any good stock, there's always a sell point and you want to be early rather than late. And so I feel like for me, this is Kentucky or pass. What about North Carolina state Syracuse? Because this is something yeah. that we really didn't expect, but Devin Leary, uh, kind of like refreshing this Dave Dorn, really not given a timeline for his injury. We don't know when we're going to see him next, but Syracuse is actually a three and a half point home favorite against North Carolina State. Anything in this one? Absolutely no idea, to be blunt about it. Uh, I, I would lean Syracuse because of the number. I think anytime you see those three and a halfs, it kind of favors the, the favorite because we all know that the three is, is such a key number. And if the three and a half was the wrong side, pros would always come in and, and bet it straight to three. The fact that it stays at three and a half kind of makes me lean toward the favorite. Uh, I have no idea what's going on at, going on at NC State. I'm skeptical that Syracuse could keep this going. So that's why I, I kind of feel like I don't have a, a, a feel for the game and I'm going to stay away from it. But I would lean Syracuse. What about Arkansas-BYU? BYU opened up as favorites. Now Arkansas is favored. Rare we get a matchup like this between a Power 5 team who goes out of their way from the SEC to play BYU in the middle of October. It's been it's been a tough stretch for Arkansas, Chase. I mean, they played A&M, they played Bama, they played Mississippi State. Do you, do you think they have anything left in the tank to take down BYU? Well, it's been a tough stretch for BYU, too. That's I mean, true. They, Trist, Trist's Ducks basically broke that team. Yeah. I think both Arkansas and BYU have failed to cover four straight games, so it's kind of like who's going to dig themselves out of the pit here. Uh, I, BYU, I mean, it's... It, I definitely think they have the weapons and the coaching ability to attack Arkansas secondary, which again is, is the weakness of this team, as I kind of highlighted last, last week. For me, I think the best bet here, if you want to get involved, is the over. It's been steamed up a few points already, but you know, losing points on a total is not quite the same as losing points on a spread. So when you have an angle like this, 
with a weak secondary, two teams that we know can score points when you look back at what they've done already this season. I think I would lean that way more so than trying to take, uh, take, uh, get involved in a side. Chase, very curious about your thoughts on Oklahoma State TCU. TCU looks for real, and like that's no shade uh, to you know the Kansas Kansas not being able to get it done and the Bean Kid uh, looked really good. Obviously, could have ended up uh, making it different, but TCU now four point favorites at home to OK uh, Oklahoma State. Would you do anything here? Yeah, I'm thinking about getting involved in this one. I saw that the line recently went to Oklahoma State plus four, and that's that's a really juicy number to me. I think both of these teams are good. I think there's a case that they're two of the three best teams in the Big 12. I, I would give Texas uh, some love there as well. It, if they're not the best, then, then maybe they're at least the most talented and they have a, a voice in that discussion. But I, I think Oklahoma State and TCU, this game probably has Big 12 title implications. Uh, and it, I expect it to be competitive. I think TCU, uh, off the Kansas win, off the Oklahoma win, there's a chance that they're a little overvalued there. I think Oklahoma State's resume is maybe slightly more impressive to this point. So I would look at Oklahoma State plus the points simply because I think it could be competitive. They could win outright or they could cover in a close loss. And I also think the overs in play here as well. I don't love either team's defense, and we know both quarterbacks can score the ball. Chase, I know you said you didn't love the NFL card, but any numbers that you're looking at, any leans that you have or anything that you have played? Uh, I haven't played anything as of yet, but I have done a lot of work on some of the numbers. I like Seattle in the first half plus one just because I'm going to keep fading Arizona in the first half until they can cover a number. They're 0-5 on the first half numbers, and I think Seattle can win that game. Uh, So certainly I think they can be up or tied at halftime. Uh, I like Jacksonville plus the two and a half. Nobody knows what to do with Jacksonville this season. They, they won one game in impressive fashion, partially because Justin Herbert had cracked ribs or whatever's going on with him. So everybody freaked out and overcorrected. Jacksonville like totally bombs the next two games. Now it feels like everybody has gone back to undervaluing Jacksonville. And who are they going to play? The Colts. So not just a divisional game, but a divisional game that we know that they can win It's not the same as Jacksonville playing them at home, where we know they have a long winning streak over the Colts, but they still do match up pretty well with the Colts. And I'm not sold at all that the Colts have fixed any of their problems, despite the weird win in Denver on Thursday night football last week. So, yes, the Colts have extra time to prep for this. I would still lean Jacksonville plus the points there. Uh, Sharp action has pushed the Falcons number from plus 6.5 to plus 5.5 against the 49ers. Second straight week, they're going to have to come to the East Coast for an early kickoff. How much does that matter? Your mileage may vary, but I do think the the sharp action on the number is worth paying attention to there. 70% of the tickets are on the 49ers, but uh, a lot of the money is on the Falcons. Chase, I'm interested. How? Why are you not getting involved in Chiefs plus three against the Bills? I can understand no. why you would like the Bills, but... I just feel like getting the Chiefs at home on a key number like that is is a play you just got to make. Well, short week is a factor. Sure. I think the Bills want this game more. Is That's a total guess. I could be absolutely wrong. But if I lost that way in the playoffs last year, I would feel some kind of way about it. So I think those are two factors. Uh, and, you know, this this isn't necessarily the best gambling factor in the world. But that feels like one of those games I just want to watch. I don't want to try and handicap it. Yeah. I just want to watch it and let it kind of wash over me. That's fair. That's, that's fair. Re- that's really fair. That is fair. Nothing else that you're uh, 
loving right now, Chase? Anything that you've officially already played? Yeah, you got to have a bet for Thursday Night Football, man. This is a big one. <laughs> you, you see that matchup yet? You want to come and hang out in the studio with Trista, PJ, and myself for uh, Bears? Who the hell do the Bears play on Thursday? I, I, Commanders. Yeah, exactly. I, I like... I said a quick prayer earlier, like, please don't let them ask me about Bears commanders. Please don't let them ask me about Bears commanders. I would, there's way better opportunities in college football on Thursday night. Uh, Wednesday night, tomorrow, we got Marshall, Louisiana. Love Louisiana, Chase. Love Sunbelt Chase over here. I, I think I'm taking the team total under for Louisiana. Not going to get involved in the side. Uh, I kind of am interested in the West Virginia Baylor game. Lots of sharp action on Temple, plus 23 Thursday night. They're playing UCF in a super weird schedule game. Uh, just all the schedule movement and then a Thursday night. So lot, lots of interesting college stuff going on this week. I obviously do not want any piece of that NFL game. Can I tell you real quick on Iowa State plus 16 this Saturday? Please Absolutely. do. We would love that. Ultimate sell-high spot for Texas. You're never going to see Texas' stock higher, right? Like, they, they just bludgeon Oklahoma in a very high-profile rivalry game. Iowa State's lost three games in a row by a combined 11 points. They're competitive. If this game is, is you know, played three weeks ago, this is Texas minus 7.5, Texas minus 9.5. Instead, we're getting Iowa State plus 16, plus 16.5. It's just a way more valuable number, and I expect that game to be competitive. Chase, Love I kind of like the dog just because I hear the dogs. I don't know. If they, yeah. I, I don't know. I, when I don't the know, dogs are barking, I don't know if they like Matt Campbell. They think he's going to take. He's running for Nebraska. Just kidding. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games this week. Good luck. Except for with that Jags yeah. pick, I love the Colts. Sorry, Chase. That was Chase. That was Chase. <laughs> Kitty. I think you just hung up. Last, last time he went against the Colts, didn't work out for him. That was Chase Kitty on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com Hey-o. to learn more.